Morning prayer begins on page four of the prayer book. The sacrifices of God are a broken spirit, a broken and a contrite heart, O God, thou wilt not despise. O Lord, open thou our lips. And our mouths shall show forth thy praise. Praise ye the Lord. The Lord's name be praised. For the Vanity, Psalm 95 on page 459. O come, let us sing unto the Lord. Let us heartily rejoice in the strength of our salvation. Let us come before his presence with thanksgiving and show ourselves glad in him with psalms. For the Lord is a great God and a great King above all gods. In his hand are all the corners of the earth and the strength of the hills is his also. The sea is his and he made it and his hands prepared the dry land. O come, let us worship and fall down and kneel before the Lord our Maker. For he is the Lord our God, and we are the people of his pasture and the sheep of his hand. Today, if you will hear his voice, harden not your hearts, as in the provocation, and as in the day of temptation in the wilderness, when your fathers tempted me, proved me, and saw my works. Forty years long was I grieved with this generation, and said, It is a people that do err in their hearts, for they have not known my ways, unto whom I swear in my wrath that they should not enter into my rest. The first psalm, this morning is Psalm 24 on page 368. The earth is the Lord's and all that therein is, the compass of the world and they that dwell therein. For he hath founded it upon the seas, and established it upon the floods. Who shall ascend into the hill of the Lord, or who shall rise up in his holy place? Even he that hath clean hands and a pure heart, and that hath not lift up his mind unto vanity, nor sworn to deceive his neighbor. He shall receive the blessing from the Lord, and righteousness from the God of his salvation. This is the generation of them that seek him, even of them that seek thy face, O God of Jacob. Lift up your heads, O ye gates, and be ye lift up, ye everlasting doors, and the King of glory shall come in. Who is this King of glory? It is the Lord strong and mighty, even the Lord mighty in battle. Lift up your heads, O ye gates, and be ye lift up, ye everlasting doors and the King of glory shall come in. Who is this King of glory? Even the Lord of hosts, he is the King of glory. Psalm 97 on page 460. The Lord is King, the earth may be glad thereof. Yea, the multitude of the isles may be glad thereof. Clouds and darkness are round about him. Righteousness and judgment are the habitation of his seat. There shall go a fire before him and burn up his enemies on every side. His lightnings gave shine unto the world. The earth saw it and was afraid. The hills melted like wax at the presence of the Lord, at the presence of the Lord of the whole earth. The heavens have declared his righteousness and all the peoples have seen his glory. Confounded be all they that worship carved images and that delight in vain gods. 
Worship him, all ye gods. Zion heard of it and rejoiced, and the daughters of Judah were glad, because of thy judgments, O Lord. For thou, Lord, art higher than all that are in the earth. Thou art exalted far above all gods. O ye that love the Lord, see that ye hate the thing which is evil. The Lord preserveth the souls of his saints. He shall deliver them from the hand of the ungodly. There is sprung up a light for the righteous, and joyful gladness for such as are true-hearted. Rejoice in the Lord, ye righteous, and give thanks for remembrance of his holiness. Here beginneth the ninth verse of the ninth chapter of the book of Zechariah. Rejoice greatly, O daughter of Zion. Shout, O daughter of Jerusalem. Behold, your king is coming to you. He is just and having salvation, lowly and riding on a donkey, a colt, the foal of a donkey. I will cut off the chariot from Ephraim and the horse from Jerusalem. The battle bow shall be cut off, he shall speak peace to the nations. His dominion shall be from sea to sea, and from the river to the ends of the earth. As for you also, because of the blood of your covenant, I will set your prisoners free from the waterless pit. Return to the stronghold, you prisoners of hope. Even today I declare that I will restore double to you. Here endeth the first lesson. Together, Benedictus S. on page 11. Blessed art thou, O Lord God of our fathers, praised and exalted above all forever. Blessed art thou for the name of thy majesty, praised and exalted above all forever. Blessed art thou in the temple of thy holiness, praised and exalted above all forever. Blessed art thou that beholdest the depths and dwellest between the cherubim, praised and exalted above all forever. Blessed art thou in the glorious throne of thy kingdom, praised and exalted above all forever. Blessed art thou in the firmament of heaven, praised and exalted above all forever. Here beginneth the eleventh chapter of the Gospel according to St. Mark. Now when they drew near Jerusalem, Bethphage and Bethany, at the Mount of Olives, he sent two of his disciples, and he said to them, Go into the village opposite you, and as soon as you have entered it, you will find a colt tied, on which no one has sat. Loose it and bring it. And if anyone says to you, Why are you doing this? Say, The Lord has need of it and immediately he will send it here. So they went their way and found the colt tied by the door outside on the street, and they loosed it. But some of those who stood there said to them, What are you doing loosing the colt? And they spoke to them just as Jesus had commanded. So they let them go. Then they brought the colt to Jesus and threw their clothes on it, and he sat on it. And many spread their clothes on the road, 
and others cut down leafy branches from the trees and spread them on the road. Then those who went before and those who followed cried out, saying, Hosanna, blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Blessed is the kingdom of our father David that comes in the name of the Lord. Hosanna in the highest. And Jesus went into Jerusalem and into the temple. So when he had looked around at all things, as the hour was already late, he went out to Bethany with the twelve. Here endeth the second lesson. Together, Benedictus on page 14. Blessed be the Lord God of Israel, for he hath visited and redeemed his people, and hath raised up a mighty salvation for us in the house of his servant David, as he spake by the mouth of his holy prophets, which have been since the world began, that we should be saved from our enemies and from the hand of all that hate us, to perform the mercy promised to our forefathers and to remember his holy covenant, to perform the oath which he sware to our forefather Abraham that he would give us, that we, being delivered out of the hand of our enemies, might serve him without fear, in holiness and righteousness before him all the days of our life. And thou, child, shalt be called the prophet of the highest, for thou shalt go before the face of the Lord to prepare his ways, to give knowledge of salvation unto his people for the remission of their sins, through the tender mercy of our God, whereby the day spring from on high had visited us, to give light to them that sit in darkness and in the shadow of death, and to guide our feet into the way of peace. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Ghost, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified dead and buried. He descended into hell. The third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven and sitteth on the right hand of God, the Father Almighty. From thence he shall come to judge the quick and the dead. I believe in the Holy Ghost, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. The Lord be with you. And with thy spirit. Let us pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. O Lord, show thy mercy upon us. And grant us thy salvation. O God, make clean our hearts within us and take not thy Holy Spirit from us. Almighty and everlasting God, who of thy tender love toward mankind, has sent thy Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ, to take upon him our flesh, and to suffer death upon the cross, that all mankind should follow the example of his great humility. Mercifully grant that we may both follow the example of his patience, 
and also be made partakers of his resurrection to the same Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. O God, who art the author of peace and lover of concord, in knowledge of whom standeth the eternal life, whose service is perfect freedom, defend us, thy humble servants, and all the assaults of our enemies, that we, surely trusting in thy defense, may not fear the power of any adversaries, through the might of Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. O Lord, our Heavenly Father, almighty and everlasting God, who has safely brought us to the beginning of this day, defend us in the same with thy mighty power, and grant that this day we fall into no sin, neither run into any kind of danger, but that all our doings being ordered by thy governance may be righteous in thy sight through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Good morning to all. Few thoughts about Palm Sunday and our lessons. So this is the beginning of Holy Week, um, and uh, it's Holy Week um, to, to be distinguished. Sometimes people confuse with Easter Week is next week. Easter Week begins on Easter and goes through the week of Easter. This is Holy Week, the week preceding Easter, and and it's the week in which we um, enter into and and remember again and participate in again the last events of our Lord's life and. So at church today, we'll have our palm procession. We'll come into Jerusalem with him, and uh, then we'll walk our way through Holy Week. And in the prayer book schema for Holy Week, um, we read through the Passion narrative. So it, at um, um, communion today, we'll read the, the Passion according to Matthew. And then on Monday and Tuesday, uh, if you look in the prayer book, the, the gospel, the pointed gospel is the Passion of Mark divided in two, and then on Wednesday and Thursday, it's the Passion of Luke divided in two, and then Friday, when we gather for a Good Friday liturgy, we'll, we'll, we'll do a responsive reading of John, like we'll do of Matthew uh, today. It's instructive meditation for Holy Week to, you know, to listen to Matthew, and we'll, of course, we'll do John, but to read Mark and Luke and kind of highlight some of the uh, distinct features of each one. It's, you know, modern scholars like to compare them and find out what came from where. It's better to look at them as distinct narratives and um, takes uh, perspectives on it, each of which gives us a slightly different flavor, and together they give us the whole picture of the passion. And the uh, events of Holy Week culminate uh, in uh, Maundy Thursday with the uh, Maundy Thursday liturgy with the we have the foot washing and stripping of the altar of Good Friday, our, our liturgy of, of Good Friday, <clears throat> which walks through um, various devotions related to the Passion. The Easter Vigil, where we light the new fire, fire of Easter and, and bring them to the church and relight the Paschal candle, uh, because uh, on Maundy Thursday, we'll put out the sanctuary lamp and the sacrament we taken out of the tabernacle, and that will be gone then for the three days until it appears again in the resurrection as our Lord was betrayed, taken away, and does not come back until the resurrection. And so we have that, and then we have our, our celebration on Easter Day. Um, particular attention in the um, lessons today should be to the, 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 the donkey, that Jesus comes to Jerusalem on a donkey. And, and there's, this is significant prophetically in the Old Testament. Two particular passages that we should be, be aware of. One is Genesis 49, 11, when um, um, Jacob gives his deathbed blessing to his sons. 
and he goes passes over uh, uh, Levi and Simeon and um, Reuben because for various reasons it comes to Judah from whom David and, and our Lord come and his 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 um, blessing refers to that, that he's binding his donkey to the vine and his colt to the donkey's colt to the choice vine. It's a cryptic uh, blessing to be sure that has a lot of uh, interpretive uh, challenges to it. But the point is there's a donkey in it and, uh, and it's associated with Judah and the king who will bear the royal scepter. And then when, um, when David was on his deathbed and made provisions for Solomon to become king, and there was a rival uh, attempt at the throne by Adonijah and his supporters, um, uh, Bathsheba came and had said, you know, kind of said, David, you know, they're going to kill us. And if you don't do it, so he says, take, um, find Solomon, uh, and, and, and put him on my own, uh, donkey, my own mule and have him come into Jerusalem and sit on my throne. So a lot of this Palm Sunday narrative harkens to that imagery of Solomon, the son of David, coming into Jerusalem on a donkey and, 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 and assuming the throne. And, and David then comes out and shows this is the guy, and that crushes the rebellion and establishes Solomon as king. And so when Jesus comes into Jerusalem on a donkey, it, 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 of course, it, it profoundly and disturbingly shifts the narrative. He he comes to Jerusalem and he's not going to go to the throne uh, of David. He's going to go to the cross. And one of my favorite hymns of the whole year, Vex Regis on on Good Friday, where it says, our God is reigning from the tree. The 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 idea that Jesus comes in and reigns from the cross, uh, fulfills the covenant, dies for us, and is Lord from the tree. And so the the donkey is really a significant element. And and as as um it's purposeful in its imagery because the sort of it, it's juxtaposed with the horse. And you see this in the Zechariah prophecy that uh, the king is coming meek, sitting on a donkey, the very next voice, and I'll cut off the horse from Ephraim. Because when kings drifted away from um, from focusing on faithfulness to the Torah and trusting in God in humility, they began to accumulate armies and horses and chariots to fight their own battles and making alliances with the nations. And God always desired the, the humility of, of the one who would do his will and trust him and not trust in military and foreign might and that kind of thing. So um, the donkey is a symbol of humility. That's the way that the, the true king rules in humility, trusting in God and not in his own might. And as we relate that to um, both the passion narrative and, and our own lives, our epistle today is that Philippians uh, uh, epistle, uh, let that mind be in you, which is also in Christ Jesus, who being in the form of God, did not think it robbery to be equal with God, but humbled himself, made himself of no reputation, became obedient unto death, so as we enter into the the Holy Week narrative, we the the um, in our own progressive work in the spiritual life, year by year, as we remember the story, our goal is to grow into that humility that our Lord epitomizes, and to take it upon ourselves. And I think um, humility uh, that that um, we 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 talk. It's easy to talk about. It's it's harder to do. Um, 
where we're fighting really i think the point is the lord's battle and not our own battle that's really the thing that makes humility hard is that yeah we want to do what god wants to do but then we're offended or we say gosh if if i just do what god wants me to do this may happen so i better control this with by by grabbing it and i'll, I'll then i'll i'll call it god's will because um you know that's what we do so surrendering our own battle and fighting his battle which which can never avoid being in situations that we don't want to be in uh feeling powerless and and waiting on god and uh like our lord on good friday and that's what kind of exposes us is that narrative of just seeing our lord why don't you fight while well, he's he's trusting god this is his path of obedience and god will rescue him from it and and that's the path we're to follow and you know the i maybe the the holy week meditation um and to think about is what keeps from following that path what stands in the way uh, between our lives and a greater sense of obedience and we really think about lent as coming to a close with um making a good confession and um we have sacramental confession we have signups on good friday and people can make appointments uh if you're unalterably opposed to making a, a confession you should still make a confession you should the, the point of lenten fast is to encounter christ in a new way to see yourself more clearly to recognize uh, what needs to die with him so that um, we can receive our risen lord on easter feast and rise and live in a new way so as we as we think about um our our, our confession that brings uh lent to a close this week think about uh, how do i lack the humility to surrender my life fully to the will and word of god what am i holding on to uh and i think the best confession as we grow in the spiritual life you know it's it's really good to be familiar with the categories the deadly sins there's a uh um self-examination in the saint augustine's prayer book that is thorough and convicting you can google it i think just uh self-examination for the saint augustine's prayer because it's got categories under the deadly sins those are good for knowledge of what sin looks like but the best confession is to sit and spend time in prayer and then let god reveal to you okay what of this of this array of things where's my life amiss and what would it look like if i had the virtue i lack in that category it's kind of letting god speak to us through the holy spirit during the holy week and bring us to the good confession uh that helps us to die in a new way and prepares us to rise with our lord in a new way on on easter day so a few thoughts about today's feast and lesson we will um conclude morning prayer uh today with the prayer of saint chrysostom on page 20. almighty god has given us grace at this time with one accord to make our common supplications unto thee and does promise that when two or three are gathered together in thy name that will grant their requests fulfill now o lord the desires and petitions of thy servants as may be most expedient for them granting us in this world knowledge of thy truth and in the world to come life everlasting amen the grace of our lord jesus christ and love of god and the fellowship of the holy ghost with us all evermore amen
Great to be with you all for morning prayer. Have a blessed Palm Sunday and Holy Week. Thank, Thank you for that. Yeah. Thank you so much. Have a good day, everybody.